Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Coach C. Today, I have a very special episode for you with a very special guest, as always. So let's get into it. Um, so we're going to start off with you introducing yourself. So just let us know who you are, um, where you're from, what school you went to, and things like that. How y'all doing? DJ Humphreys. Uh, graduated from uh, Mattel Creek High School in 2012. Went to the University of Florida. To be continued. <laughs> uh, <laughs> born and raised in Union, South Carolina. Like I said, I went to high school in Mattel Creek, though. So I, uh, I moved from I moved from South Carolina to with my father in the ninth grade. Okay. Yeah. And um, how was that move for you? Moving from South Carolina to North Carolina and that transition and things like that completely different <laughs> completely different so like where i'm from i'm from south carolina a little small town so it's all like you know country trailer parks projects like little small towns so when i came to charlotte i went from being like a normal kid to like a brother and i was like i didn't understand what that was like i was like why y'all why y'all keep calling me a brother i don't understand i don't know what that means <laughs> So it was, oh, a little, it was a little different at first when I got when I got to Charlotte because like I said to, to to me where I'm from, Charlotte is like the city. That's like the big city. That's the next biggest mm-hmm. city to where I'm from. So I felt like a little country boy in a big city. So it was a little different for sure. <laughs> okay. Um, and what is it that you currently do? I mean, we know that you're in NFL and stuff like that, but let's you know talk about it. Like your um, experience of getting NFL. Don't go too much into it because we're gonna get the draft day and all that. So, <laughs> um, talk. You know, just tell us a little bit about what you have going on right now. Oh yeah. So I'm uh I'm going into my sixth season in the NFL with the Arizona Cardinals. I was drafted to the Cardinals. Uh, 2015, 20, going to yeah, 2015's uh, draft. Yeah, it's been fun, dream come true. So I don't have, I have no complaints. I could, uh, I wake up and and uh, get to go to work and do what I said I was gonna do when I was eight. So it's fun. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people don't get to do that, you know. Yeah, so yeah, that's team. why I said I'm grateful. Um, and as we about to get into high school, for me personally, um, for those who don't know, I went to high school with DJ and I was able to see him like really grow into the person that he is today from high school, you know, to now being a married man and everything. Like, yeah. so it's so great to see because, and for you, and we're going to get into this too, but you had a lot of athletes around you. It wasn't like you was like... Yeah. Hot, 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 hot! Like, yeah, you was hot, but it was some hot, hot, hot around you too. Yeah, so yeah. How, how was that? You know, playing on a football team where like you, you were the star, but you're not the only star. You know, it was. How was that? It was actually great for me and my personality because I never really liked it, being in the limelight like that. You know, that was never, that was never. I just that that was never what I was primed to as a kid or nothing like that. So it was, it was cool for me. It took a long time for me to realize, like, hey, you, you know, you like people think you're a big deal in this, in this football thing. Because I didn't want to play offensive line at all. Mm. My, Coach, Coach Palmer changed me to offensive line, and I was trying to transfer to Vance. Like, I didn't want to play. Mm. <laughs> I didn't want to play offensive I wore number nine my freshman year. I thought I was about to be the coolest kid in the whole school my sophomore year. Coach Palmer told me, we're going to put you on. He said, you're going to put you at tackle. So on offense and defense, there's a tackle. So I played defense. So I'm thinking like, yeah, I can play D tackle. Coach, I gained a little bit of weight. He was like, nah. Offensive tackle. I was like, oh, coach, you tripping. Like, I'm about to transfer. I don't know who you think you're talking. I can't wear number nine at offensive tackle. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, 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 
it was a uh, it was a journey for sure. But I appreciate it though. I, I had some cats. Right? I mean, Mark, when I came to school, still to this day, I feel like Marquis Williams and Jamel Harbison are like still the two best athletes I've ever played sports with in any like NFL, college, all of that. I still haven't seen any type of athletes like those cats. Like I, like you said, it was some stars around me, like Woods and Woods in school, and like I said, it helped me a lot. I didn't get the big head for a while. <laughs> Let me let me ask you a question though, because I feel like you forgot somebody in that that little mix mix. Who the your boy <laughs> Jalay. Now listen, that <laughs> I feel like Jalay is like when we talk about Mallet Creek sports, I feel like Jalay mm-hmm. is like the dark horse of all of Mallet Creek sports. Like I feel like Jalay mm-hmm. should be like just now getting to the latter part of his career in the NFL right now. Yeah. Like that dude was a man amongst boys when we was at Mallet Creek. Like it was it was yes. ridiculous. Some of the stuff that that dude did when we was in, in Mallet Creek was ridiculous. Like I don't And even not even on the field though, just also being a mature. Like you know, like Delay, J- his mind. Oh my like- goodness. <laughs> Delay did have used to make me feel like a little kid a lot of times because you know, we was me and Jalea is the same age, but if we're looking at the team is looking at us like leader Jalea is obviously the leader because I'm the immature old guy anyway you know what I mean like I'm the young minded one out of me and Jalea anyway so it was so many times that I learned so much from him and when you learn when you meet Jalea and you realize like you meet his family and you learn his family dynamics and you learn where he come from and then you see how he worked and you mm-hmm. it's like oh okay I, I understand bro I'm, I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not even going leave Jalea alone don't ask him why he in the gym right now like he, he taking care of stuff right now leave him alone right. <laughs> leave him alone a lot of respect for right. that dude right there. And and I'm glad that you brought that up too because um, you know, like going back to what his why was, you know, he had other stuff he had to, you know, yeah. take care of with his family and stuff like that. So his why was bigger than most people at that age. Yeah. So at that age in high school, 16, 17, 18, what would you say your why was? Why were you playing football? Why were you playing basketball? You know, all the yeah. sports you did. Because did you do did you did track too? Yeah, right I now? did track too. Okay. Yeah. Track yeah so I, honestly, so I I got to Mallet Creek in a, in a weird dynamic. You know, I had some, I had some, I had a little bit of a troubled past in my uh, in the city that I grew up in. I had to move with my dad. So when I got to when I got to Charlotte, I, I kind of was able to remove myself from those same struggles that Jalay was having to deal with on a day to day basis. You know, so it was a little mm-hmm. bit different, but. That I had that same type of dynamic with my mother, so I knew that when I was at when I went to live with my dad, I'm like, yo, my room is almost the size of my mom's crib at, at back home. So like, I, my mom is staying in the hotel right now. You know what I mean? Like, you got, I had that, that weird mm-hmm. dynamic of knowing like stuff that kids shouldn't have to be worried about. You know, at, at that age, and thinking mm-hmm. about taking care of their parents and stuff like that. But it was it was something that I knew from just being ra- raised in the circumstances, and I, I just understood it. Yeah. It was one of those things where it was just like, listen, I don't care what happens. I know if I if I can do this, this, and this, I can get. At least a hundred thousand I give my mama house. <laughs> that was my whole that's, right. that's how small minded I was early on. I was like, listen, if I can make a hundred thousand, I give my mama house and then we'll figure everything else after that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's a great story though, because I think um I'm glad you said that too, even about having trouble pass and stuff like that. People a lot of kids don't understand that like as athletes, most of us have went through something or we are battling something or dealing with something, our family's dealing with something. Yeah. And we utilize sports as an outlet, you know? Mm-hmm. And a lot of kids struggle with understanding like it's okay 
to you know yeah, fine. Just, you you don't have to talk about it, but it's more common than you think. That was you know and yeah, I, I agree. Go ahead. I agree. I was talking. I was talking to Brie the other day about this like. For me, I fell in love with sport. I, I wanted to play sports when I was a kid because my dad played sports. But once I started mm-hmm. playing sports, that was the only place that I can go and be locked in for like four hours and not think about where I stayed at or what the refrigerator looked like or anything like that. I was just able to lock yeah. in on something else for four hours and like be out of this world for a little while. And kids don't, I mean, people don't know how therapeutic it is for people who don't have an outlet, who don't, who don't have no other way out, no outs at all. Mm-hmm. All they see is the walls is a lot different. Mm-hmm. Especially the kids that they see, not even like kids that they people view as, oh, they have anger problems, or they have this and they have that. If no that kid, kid got something to go to, stuff <laughs> will slow down. You know that Tell anger it. will slow down real quick because they're gonna put it into something else. So, exactly. um, I'm basically just saying that. So, whoever listening, put your kids in sports, put them in something. Tell you, tell you, that's what my but, mama um, told me. She was like, I don't know what to do with you, but you, yeah, you, you going out there. <laughs> Right, it <laughs> and it was a good move, though. Yeah, you know, yeah. even moving exactly. to Charlotte, that was a really good move. Yeah. And everything happens for a reason and on the right time, and you know, exactly, like, just exactly. everything. That's why I said I don't get but, kicked out of school on me, Bree. <laughs> you said what? I said exactly. If I don't get kicked out of school in South Carolina, I don't meet Bree. So, <laughs> right, right, right. Then I don't meet you. you know? Exactly, so exactly. Yeah, yeah. Then Nicole, you and Nicole, yeah, your see, boys, everybody. See, yeah. Nothing. <laughs> and then even getting drafted to the team you went. Exactly. You know, you know? Like, hold trajectory, hold trajectory, chain. <laughs> right. So real quick, let's talk about your transition um, from high school to college to the NFL. And I kind of, you can say it from this viewpoint or not, but you know, like you were the number one offensive offensive tackle prospect Mm -hmm. in your class Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So having that on your shoulder and still being that goofy, humble, I just want the ball, you know, type kid. How was that process for you in that transition on each level? Um. I think I think um, I think my my outlook on things made it a lot easy easier for for like my my peers and my counterparts because they kind of I don't know I, I guess I, I tell people all the time I dealt with a lot of stuff as a kid so nowadays I'm I, I'm happy you know what I mean I get to wake up and do what I love I get to you know what I, mean? I went to college for doing doing what I love every day you know what I mean like stuff I, I, why am I mad why am I upset so just finding right. that type of outlook it's hard to find but that helped me I think that helped me through it and um. Going to college was different because in Mallet Creek, I thought I was huge. You yeah. know what I mean? I thought I was a big, big dude. Like I thought you I was. You was though. Yeah, I mean, you was school, huge. School, Let's not get you was. In high school, I was huge, <laughs> but in reality, like I was, I was offensive lineman that was two forty. Mm-hmm. I was the size. I was some of the D tackles that I was going against was bigger than me. You know what I mean? By the time mm-hmm. I got to college, so that it, it kind of, but it helped me a little bit. It kind of put a chip on my shoulder because I, I, I knew what I thought I was in my head. You know, and I just knew that people had to see it, and I did. It was on me to pull it out and let people see it. And, and once I did that, it was a, it was a different respect that was that was tied to it. Yeah, definitely. And then, how would you say you know getting into the NFL? How was that experience being a rookie and things like that? That one, that that the NFL different. I'm gonna tell you exactly why it's different. Cause they got that money in the NFL. Money changes everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That, that's that, true. That's, that is that's, true. That's, that's the one thing that uh, the NFL. That, that's that's the part that people don't. It's it's hard to explain, but 
everyone's like, you know, if I had a man, I would, if I had money, I would do this. If I had money, I wouldn't be doing all this. I would do this. And then you get it and it's like, dang, I really do want the, 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 what's, I do really do want that. But, but, you know, my mom did need the, and you know, I, I, I can't, I can just get this one. You know, it, it changes things. Your, your mind shifts mm -hmm. and, and, and and you don't even know that you you lose a focus on what you what you've been doing that got you there the whole time. You know what I mean? And it's it, yeah. it, it's hard to refocus for some people. But luckily for me, I was able to catch it and, and find myself in it. But it, it, it's one of those things that that was that was a harder adjustment for me going to the NFL is learning how to deal with what come with that bread. And this is and that's all, I'm glad you brought that up too because this just brought a random question to my head with how you know they're talking about paying athletes in the next years on the collegiate level and stuff like that like basically having you know uh -huh. what they have sponsorships and stuff they get a piece of their money how do you think that's going to affect collegiate sports and stuff like that how do you think just like you said with being focused do you think you know um i think that i, I think that it's going to be a, a learning curve for sure i think that this i think that it's right you know what I, mean? I think that these kids should be able to profit off their name and they should be able to make something off of it especially the way that these schools is you know Mm -hmm. um i think that it's going to be a learning curve for sure because it's got to be you can't everyone's not going to be able to do it the same way at least i don't see it that way right now i don't see i don't right. see the cookman being able to pay the same way that 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 florida can pay you, you know what I mean? duke can pay you know and i don't see that being yeah. fair you know because because especially now what's going on we we, we hear the, the buzz of how like now kids with all the stuff that's going on these kids want to start going to hbcus and mm -hmm. and we talking about profitability like if if, if um, is it gonna? Am I gonna boost the school now, or am I? Is my 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 profit margin gonna be smaller because I'm coming to your school? Like you know what I mean? Like now it's right. gotta take stuff like that into factor. But like it's, I think it's great. I just know that it's gonna be a learning curve and it's gonna be weird for for a few years, maybe even maybe even a, a decade. It's gonna be weird before it's like smoothed out and like even. But I, I I'm glad that it's, it started though because it's been it's been yeah. weird for a while. I, I I remember being in college and being like, why? Don't I get a rent check just because we on vacation? Y'all know I'm on a 12 month lease. Right. Like, how does that even make sense? How, right. You know, you know what I'm going back to. You think I'm finna come up with the rent? You know I've been needing y'all money all year to pay this. Like, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. It's just, it just, it, it didn't make sense to me. But so I'm glad they're getting paid. But it's uh, it's gonna be interesting for a while. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and then let's get into a little bit. I guess this can go into football because um, after this we'll go into like your draft day experience and um, we'll have like two, three more questions and wrap it up. But for in college, I guess, our high school, even high school, um, you know, being that all of your family wasn't in North Carolina or when you moved, went to college in Florida, all it, you know, you didn't have family around you out there. Even being in Arizona, you know, you don't have the whole support system around you other than, you know, like your wife and your kids. But what, how would you say, I don't know what, I, I guess what I'm asking is, <laughs> what advice can you give to people when there's no support or like you don't have that immediate support physically around you? Um, what advice can you give somebody to kind of stay on track and stay focused? Honestly, I would say listen to that voice in your head because, it, like, that's and that sounds weird, but <laughs> that sounds weird to say. But when you know you always have that one voice that's in your head telling you the right thing to do, and you know that's usually what you should be doing. And I found myself every time that I follow that one, I'm, I'm usually good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm usually 
I'm usually trending in the right direction because I, like you said, I'm here. So a lot of times I don't get to go through the normal phases where your family can intervene because they see you going through something, you know what I mean? Or they, they see you struggling mm-hmm. with something. I, I have to get to that point where I'm willing to reach out, you know what I mean? And I will say that this taught me how to, to deal with my, my, my life and what come with my life a lot better on my own. It's taught me some things, but it's important to have a support system and not be afraid to reach out to them and know how to reach out to them. But I think listening to yourself, you know what you want to be doing. You know the goals that you have set for yourself. And if you're not doing what's the things that are stepping in the direction that align you with your goals, you know you're wrong. Every time you do something that that you know wrong, you feel you got that feeling in your stomach. You hear that voice in your head every time. So if you ignore it, that's if you ignore it, that's on you. But you you, you know it's there. That, and that's that's something that I, that I had to start doing in my life, and it, it made a tremendous change for me to just start listening to that good one. Because it's gonna always tell you, you, you hear. <laughs> oh my. Um, and then, so let's get into it. And I'm gonna ask you a little bit. You know, we said you said to be continued with the college degree. <laughs> we're gonna talk about that too. I ain't gonna get on you yet, but we gonna talk yeah. about it. Um, so it's your junior year. It's the end of the season. You make that big decision, you know, to make that move. When did you make that decision? Um, Who helped you make that decision? And walk us through the experience of getting ready for draft day and everything, like, the weeks leading up. (laughs) So, So I made the decision that I was leaving my junior year, like, 2008. So I, when I went to college, I knew I wasn't staying for my senior year. I already knew what my, my plan. That was, I was telling the college coaches that when they was coming to recruit me. Like, listen, I'm, 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 listen, I'm trying to get to. <laughs> I need a hundred thousand coach. I'm trying to get, still trying to get the hundred thousand. Right. <laughs> but like that was that was my mindset the whole time. I was always like, you know, I didn't this school be. I I, I need to get into this school, but I know this school been here for a hundred years, and I know that y'all gonna let me come back when I'm ready to come back to school. So. I'm, I'm trying to get mm-hmm. to, the, to the, um, hey, I got goals that I'm trying to get to. Then that was that was my mindset. Now, will I say that that was wrong? Now, being a parent, 100%. You know what I mean? My dad was, I understand why my dad was always on me about my schooling so hard now because he knew I didn't, I, that wasn't mm-hmm. what I was thinking about. But that was that was my mindset. So when it came to that point in my junior year, um, it wasn't a lot of really thinking about it. I was, I was pretty much prepared for it at that point. It was more so how am I going to mm-hmm. tell everyone? Yeah, it was okay. at that point. I was more so. I, I wasn't afraid to tell my mom because I knew all I had to tell my mom at the end of it was like they're gonna let me finish school. And she's gonna be like, oh, okay, right. like yeah. But my dad was like, my dad, <laughs> he he was more so. He's the rational thinker, you know. What I mean, he he went through it. My dad was a free agent to the Baltimore Ravens when he came out. Of, he went to PC Presbyterian College. And he uh he was a free agent okay. to the Baltimore, so he knew how the league worked a little bit more than I did. He had an understanding of it. And I was like, Dad, listen, if I go back to school. It's not gonna turn out like you think it is. I'm telling you, I need to go. I I, I got my mind made up there, and he was like, all right. <laughs> he was like, all right, we, 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 let's roll with it. But it was a, uh, it was, it was right. definitely some uh, turmoil around it. It was, I was, I was nervous. I was, I was 285. <laughs> they told me I was gonna, I, I put my, so when you're a junior, you put your paperwork in. It's this, it's this process called putting your paperwork mm-hmm. in, and they uh, basically, you send your paperwork to the NFL, and they give you a draft grade. And they tell you like whether you they think you'll be a first round, second round, third, whatever they think you're gonna be. I put yeah. my paperwork in. They told me that I was gonna go undrafted. 
and I wouldn't get drafted. The, the paperwork mm. told me I wouldn't get drafted. And my coaches, we had just got a new coaching staff. And they were trying to convince me, like, you know, we don't think you should leave. What the rule? You come back, we think you'll get drafted in the first round. I don't know these guys at all. I'm like, I'm like, all coach, right. listen, like, I, I appreciate you, but little do they know, I'm coming. I'm, I'm literally. I went to the the the, the, the stadium the day after our bowl game. We had the Birmingham Bowl in January. The day after that, we had like team meetings. Before the team meeting, I go upstairs to speak to everyone and tell everybody I'm leaving. They're trying to convince me to stay and come down to the team meeting. And little did they know, my whole car was packed up to drive to Pensacola. Like when I left the meeting, I had my whole apartment <laughs> packed up in my car. Get ready to go to Pensacola train. That boy was ready. Right? Oh, gone. Them folks didn't know I had my house packed up before I left for the bowl game. <laughs> I just had to put it in the car when I got back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, man. man. They, they hated that. I told them. I, I, I felt bad, you know, like I said, because I, I'm big on talking to kids. I'm huge on, like, you know what I mean? School, I, I feel super important. School is very important, but I just knew what I had, not my dynamic and my family, what I had going on. I, I had to take care of some things in that moment, and I just had to, you know what I mean, make that executive decision and make that move. Yeah. And I'm... Like, I'm so glad you're being transparent, too, because that's one thing that, you know, even hearing that you're not going to go drafted, you know, like, yeah. they basically told you, nah, yeah. this, this ain't your year. Yeah. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> and it happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's one thing, like, what you said, just having faith in yourself, really believing in yourself and what you believe. You yeah. you set that goal long a time long ago. time ago. And you made sure that it happened. Like, you like, okay, they said no, they said no, okay, they said no. Yeah, they I'm okay. gone. The same dude, but. listen at this though. The same dude that that called me from the NFL trying to convince me, telling me all the scouts he talked to and told me that telling me that uh he I'm not gonna get drafted, you know. I should I should I should stay back. Mm -hmm. He's we're hearing all this thing, all these juniors are coming out, they're going undrafted. He telling me all the guys that were from my team last year that were juniors that came out that went undrafted, they thought that was gonna go first. Same he had to call had the same conversation with them. That same dude had to call me back and invite mm -hmm. me to the draft. The same guy. Don't you love it? <laughs> Don't you love it? <laughs> the same guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy though. It's crazy Full how circle. life works. <laughs> um. So, you know, you can, I don't. We don't have to talk. I mean. If people know who you are, you know, I ain't about to, you ain't got to talk too much about what you're doing in the NFL and stuff like that, because we see, you know, the work, it yeah. speaks for itself. The contract you designed speaks yeah. for itself, you know, so you put your work in, you put your time in, you, you've done a lot for the yeah. Cardinals, you know, just even being there for, you know, that amount of, like, you haven't been there for a long time, but you know, a lot of now, the new age ball is different, you know, yeah. NFL, NBA, yeah, yeah, everybody moving. They do they care too, and then they out to the next. Yeah. You know, so just being that you've been with them and that they're keeping you around, like I just, I personally just love to Appreciate see. It. You know, because it's like, especially being a black Appreciate man, you know, it's just Lord. having that like the right now. Love. Like, <laughs> like it feels good. It's good to Thank see, you. definitely. Um, but do you have any plans after the NFL? So like or anything that you're trying to start up now businesses and stuff like that you yeah i'm about? actually um i'm actually uh getting getting my real estate stuff set up right now me and my um i'm trying to okay. do the do the do lebron james thing you know me and my partner me and my me and my homie that i grew up with uh my boy that was jamarcus that was in the wedding 
Me and him, yeah, me and me and my boy, okay. uh, we just bought our first property. He's in the process of uh, renovating it right now. You know, uh, he he's basically uh, we're gonna do the the, the investor contract the thing, you know, and, and run up this ticket real quick with me and my dog. Um, that's 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 my that's what I, that's kind of my baby right now. What I'm doing, um, and then I'm also trying to get in works my uh, my resource center back in my hometown here in South Carolina. Trying to get it all, get it, uh, get it started up, and uh, partner with my my hometown barbershop. You know, trying to get a, get like a little joint thing going out of the back of the barbershop, built up, stretch it out a little bit. Yeah. You know, buy back the block a little bit, see if we can spread some love. You know, get my kid yes, the power. You yes. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, I love it. Um, so then I'm gonna ask you about uh, two more questions. Are you good? Then, I promise. <laughs> um. <laughs> So I asked you earlier in high school, what was your why? You know, you said your family dynamics and what you, you know, your what your goals were, and you had certain things you wanted to do for certain yeah. people in your family. What's your why now? What keeps you going now in your life? And I think, yeah, that's what I said. I think it's know? the same. But, it's the same thing. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm a competitor. I like to work. I'm like I fall in love with the process. That's just how I am with sports. You know, I'm, I'm all about the. The training aspect of it. I love the game. The game is my favorite part, obviously, but the, the grind is like the part that I fall in love with. And I think I kind of adapted that into my real life. So now I'm now I'm in the process of like my why is the same thing. My family and, and, and making sure Dash and Nova and Bree are in the in the place where if anything happened to me, there's no no skips beat, no 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 missteps in, in any phase other than them not me not being here. You know what I mean? Or or if I'm not, you know, yeah. if anything happens to me, everything is fine in the house without daddy. And that's and that's big. And just, you know what I mean, passing that love on to them and make sure that daddy know they love them and, and my wife know I love them. And like that's 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 the part that's that's huge to me now. Cause they know my wife know like the way that I work is the way that I show them how much I care about my family sometimes. You know what I mean? She know that I go to work every day. I train all all summer because my craft is important to me mm-hmm. because she know that if I'm the best in my craft, that means I'm being the best with my family. You know what I mean? So that's that's how that's how it, it just falls. Right. It intertwines like that for me, and it's it's basically the same thing. You know, I'm still trying to. I, I don't move my mom. I'm trying to get another house now. <laughs> I'm trying to. You know what I mean? It's, it's still the same. The same drive. It's still everything. Still locked in the same way. I'm trying to be one of the elites now. So it's it's, it's my mindset just starting to shift, and I, it's, it's fun. Yeah, and that's good. It should be fun. Yeah. Your passion yeah, should be fun. fun. You know, yeah, you work Lord. hard. Work <laughs> hard to get you Appreciate <laughs> like, Appreciate What? Um. Well, then my last question is: If a current middle schooler that plays football or a high school, play, you know, somebody that plays football, asks, you know, what can they do to be like you or better than you on the field? What tips would you give them? I would say never lose your imagination. I think a lot okay. of the, like a lot of the reason why I play the game the way that I do is because I have fun and I still envision myself like a little kid doing like unbelievable stuff in my head, like in the game. And then sometimes I go to the game and I do half of it and it's like Oh, like God, did you did you see that? Like you know what I mean. So like it just been just having that imagination and just going out there and understanding. We're playing a child's game. No matter what right. anybody tell you, this is not war. It is nothing like war that what we're doing. We are playing a child's game. You're supposed to be having fun. The fun isn't winning. Don't be confused. But the exactly. fun is Say in winning. Say it again. Say it again. 
Don't be confused. But sometimes you got to find the fun in winning your objective. Sometimes you can't win the whole game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You, you especially I play football, so I know I play left tackle. I can only if I could, if I win my job, I can put us in a good position to win. But that don't mean we're gonna win the game. You know what I mean? And so all I can do is focus right. on doing what I have to do to the best of my ability, and have imagination in that, and have a ball doing it. If I ain't having fun, it just ain't the same yeah. to me. I, that's just how I am. Some people don't think like that. Some people have to be super serious when they play. And I respect it because that's just, like I said, I don't think like that. So I respect you being a serious guy. But have right. imagination and go out there and have fun and allow it be, allow it to be the moment that you pull yourself away from everything that's happening in the world, whether it's good or bad. You know what I mean? Just have that moment where you get to clear your mind and go out and, and be a little kid. Even if you're 30 years old, 26, I'll be a little kid every Sunday. If you hear my, if you ever see me mic'd up on a game, my whole mic'd up is me laughing the whole game. Because <laughs> I'm having a ball. That's just fun. I, man, I work hard. <laughs> I'm out here, you know. Now I'm about I'm to tell you, you're going to wear the whole thing. Are you, I promise you're going to call me down laughing after the whole thing. I'm laughing the whole time. Because I'm having a ball. Oh, I'm whooping God. folks, having a good time. <laughs> right. And then, real quick, you got any last remarks or a quote you want to leave? Them? Ooh, a quote. Ooh, oh, dang, let me think of a cool <laughs> quote real quick. What did it say? Oh, oh, do or don't, never try. Yoda. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Off the cuff, too. That was, that was swift for him. <laughs> oh, my. And then last thing before we do our game, do you have any shout-out you want to give? any coaches any oh man shout out to all my Mallory Creek coaches over there at the Creek man Coach Paul Mary Coach Brady yeah they gone now all my cats that's gone I don't even know none of the coaches (laughs) over there no more Paul Mary all those guys shout out to Coach CJ Coach CJ I know Coach CJ though CJ my dog shout out to Coach CJ everybody at Mallory Creek Miss Foster all my folks my wife my kids (laughs) my badass kids shout out to (laughs) y'all for joining us today i greatly appreciate you um giving us some of your time for today so sure, sure. i appreciate you having me cc yeah keep killing it 